John 2, 1 through 12. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. Woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by Jews for the ceremonial washing, each holding from twenty to thirty gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. They did so, and the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. He did not realize where it had come from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. Then he called the bridegroom aside and said, Everyone brings out the choice wine first, and then the cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink. But you have saved the best till now. What Jesus did here in Cana of Galilee was the first of the signs through which he revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother and brothers and his disciples. There they stayed for a few days. One beautiful thing about scripture is how you can pull on one thread, find an encouraging word, but then later see a different thread to pull on from the same text and come out encouraged there as well. In today's text, there are several threads I could pull, but I want to pull a deeply personal one. When Liz and I were first married, her father bought us a print of a representational painting of this text called The Wedding Feast at Cana by Paolo Veronese. I had never been very interested in artwork for various reasons, so this was the first piece I had owned. A few years into marriage, we heard a sermon called Jesus Died for a Drunk World by Paul Walker. Both Liz and I loved it. Not long after that, the day before our first child was born, we were visiting a small town just outside of Iowa City and found another print from a local artist of this account and decided to start a collection. Now each Christmas, I purchase one to add to our collection in our living room. We currently have five different pieces of this story. The sermon is fantastic, and I encourage you to go listen to it. I'll put a link in the description below. In it, Paul identifies how the first miracle Jesus performs is to give drunk people more wine, and not just any wine, but the finest wine. It is a level of scandal that God had been opening my eyes to during that period of my life. When I first came to know Christ's love for me, it was freeing and peaceful. But over time, like all Christians, I began to feel the pressure to pay back that love. I felt this externally from the Christian community and internally as I wrestled within myself. I had been discipled toward an understanding of the Christian life which resembled some sort of guilt trip. Don't let God's love and forgiveness be wasted on you. This produced an incredible striving on my part, and incredible anxiety. And yet what Paul Walker does in 18 minutes is help my eyes drift to a different picture of Jesus, one in which Christ comes not to reform people into a better version of themselves, but to give extravagantly, even in the face of their continued debauchery. And so we have paintings in our house in hopes that we would be reminded of this message, because within marriage, and raising a family together, most of our interactions aren't in line with the truth of the gospel. Instead, they seem to be more in line with drunk people getting more drunk and making all sorts of bad choices. Let me borrow liberally for the rest of this podcast from Paul Walker's words because they are so on point. 
He observes that Jesus didn't withhold the finest wine, which would not be drank at the wedding feast, but instead would flow, quote, in the form of blood from the body of our Lord at the cross. So whether we know it or not, whether we appreciate it or not, whether we thank him or not, nothing changes what happened on the cross, end quote. Your word of encouragement comes from Paul Walker today. When Jesus died for a drunk world, he gave us to drink the cup of salvation. That cup, that wine, will never run out.